0: My name is Gary Shotton and today we're going to talk about the spirit of faith. Uh, You know when you say faith it doesn't have to be bible based. You have faith every day that the sun's going to rise. You have to have faith in business or you're going to be in a tough shape because not everything else is lined out for you every day to be perfect. You're going to have to step into the the ground of uncertainty if you own a business and you're going to have to do it on a pretty regular basis. So you ought to develop an attitude of of faith in your conversation and your actions and the way you deal with situations. You see, uh, the opposite side of this would be the attitude or the uh, spirit of fear. And fear can just tear you apart. It can demote everything, all your efforts that you're, you're working towards. And so you've got to develop some kind of a balance between I have a positive attitude, attitude for the future yet i'm not lying to you i'm not misleading you i'm not i'm not i'm being positive but truthful at the same time let me give some examples back when uh, i had my small kids at home my kids are now uh many years out of the house but when they were younger uh you know we were had a pretty tight financial situation you know uh we didn't uh just spend a lot of extra money for a lot of extra things we ate at home a lot we, had a, we could feed our family a lot cheaper at home than going out to eat. So it was a treat to go out to eat. And we had certain things our kids were involved with in sports. And pretty well all these things required some kind of set of cleats or a new glove or, or, or something to do with that. And, and at times it was pretty tough to come up with the money for that. And so, but I, I never tried to, and I don't think I conveyed an attitude of lack. I had a little saying that says, you know, I got money that you don't even know of. Ha, I didn't know where it was either right at the time, but I knew I could figure it out. I knew I could find it if it was something we needed, and it was something that was appropriate. I, I, they joke with me, I, I shopped at the thrift store sometime. I actually shopped at the day-old bread store sometime. Hey, when I lived on the farm, every loaf of bread we ever had was a day-old. What's the difference, one day-old loaf of bread? Okay, so I, they knew that I was thrifty, they knew that I was conservative, but I didn't have the attitude of perpetually lack, of attitude of no, no, you can't have that, no, you don't, we don't have enough money for that, no, you'll never get that. We always made way for it to work out because we had an attitude of faith in our household. I was, it was helpful. Now, again, we, were not, we weren't uh, ridiculous on it. A lot of times I would say, hey, you know, right now at, 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 we need to put that on hold because we have other priorities. And here's our other priorities. And now they can understand that, hey, it isn't that we don't have it. It's just not that high a priority. And so let's go on with our business. You know, uh, I've had situations here, uh, particularly in 2009, we had a horrible hit to our economy. We went from 65 employees down to 24 in about two months. And I had no choice but to do that. I didn't wanna lay off that many people, but there's no, there's no way we're gonna uh, play God and just be paycheck upon paycheck until we're all broke. I had to make sure this company made it through. But I didn't maintain and didn't develop a spirit of, of poverty. We pulled the core, of our core 24 people, really it was our core six people that were in the office. The others were machinists and shipping and things. And I just asked everybody, I say, said, hey, we're going to make this through together. Frankly, I have no other option because I have my whole future tied up in this company. So are you with me? Yes, everybody's with me. Then I said, are, is everyone here willing to do whatever it takes to get through this? Everybody's here willing to do it. I said, I will deliver parts. I'll sweep the floor. Everybody pitched in and we made it through that time in good, good fashion. It really was just one year later, 13 things turned up in a marvelously good way. And so we maintain an attitude of faith. Now, as we go on here, uh, uh, we, we're uh, always conscious of what we spend money for. But I ask people, you know, if they have an idea, have we thought it through? Do we really need this? Is it something, a piece of equipment? How often would we use it? When, when, would, it, when would it wear out? And, and then do we have any other options? And then the big one, if we bought it, what's the return on that investment? In other words, I bought and have purchased typically five hundred to $700,000 of equipment every year in most years. I didn't last year. The economy was down. But if it ramps back up, I may well do that, plan to do that in this year. So we are always looking to improve our systems, always looking to improve our our processes. And so we always have money or tend to have money if it's going to speed up things or make it more efficient. So I'm not just an automatic no to everything. You can, you can talk, call our number, talk to any of our people. I think they're even surprised sometimes because we needed a new welding unit that would make things better. We bought it. We needed, for the first time, a robot, a robot that would help our welding process. We bought it. We needed a new saw. It wasn't that expensive. The old one's worn out beyond the pair repair. We have three saws. They cut metal. See this metal behind us? Part of that metal was was made from a, a, a piece of tubing that we cut off about a four-inch piece of metal off a tube, and it's thick. So we had saw, and we had a saw that's really obsolete, not, not working well. I bought a new saw. These are not high dollar items. I actually maintain our quality equipment is actually a little better than our big companies that we work for. I'm always interested in new equipment that makes things better. We have uh, our suppliers that bring in our new technology on cutting devices. See, we're in the metal cutting business and where there's, it's more than just a drill bit. There's, there's drill tips and, and what's called uh, inserts inserts and, and, and basic uh, 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 boring bars and boring tools, and and I won't go in and how to mess myself up here. We try to call too much because I'm not that familiar with it, but I know what they do. But you know, we have the suppliers coming in, always bringing us new ideas, more improvements, ways of doing things better. And if they can show us it's going to make an improvement in our bottom line, why wouldn't I invest in it? I have money for that. So I encourage you all to look at your jobs, look at your businesses, and kind of look at it with the attitude. Do I have uh, a fear attitude prevailing throughout the company, throughout the way I handle things? Or do I have a faith, faith in the future? It's another way of saying, hey, am I believing for increase? If I'm always believing for increase, I've got to do something better. I've got to do it more efficiently. I've got to take a little more risk. But there's a balance. We understand that. So I hope that this helps you. I hope you look at your future with that in mind. And I'm sure glad you're watching these. I hope you enjoy them. They are all in audio only now in podcast, your favorite podcast. And if you would share these, I'd appreciate it. Thank you much.